This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hi, and welcome to Shh, I'm Watching a Movie. I'm Alessandra Vite. And uh, you're listening to the podcast where Alex and I talk through an entire movie. Now, this is the edited version, uh, which means that we edit out all the stuff that you don't want to hear, which is us basically silently watching a movie and or me telling Alex about my plans that day. So it's for your pleasure. And so if anything doesn't make sense to you or you're like, oh, that's a weird edit, it's because we edited it for you. Anyways, enjoy watching a movie with us. Yeah. Boom. Hello. Hello. And welcome to Shh, I'm, I'm watching, watching a movie. movie. The word war criminal gets thrown around a lot these <laughs> days. Talking about? And as we step into the Thunderdome that is the movie adaptation of what your mom reads in the bath. <laughs> Not my mom. <laughs> I want you to know that if there's protests for what Alessandra Vite has done today... I understand and support, and I hope, I hope, I hope, just for me, you break a Starbucks window <laughs> in, in true well, support of what, what of what crimes were committed in my bedroom this afternoon. I think what Alex is trying to say is today I'm forcing him to watch Fifty Shades of Grey. There was a thought in my head where I was like, "Let's just watch Fifty Shades Darker. Let's just, let's just no, skip no, no, the no, first no. one." I will get to why this movie is a masterpiece compared to the next two. Because <laughs> this one at least has, like, the clothing's okay. <laughs> like, Oh, okay, yes, the cinematic so... arts. Of course, the five C's of cinematography. <laughs> Everyone's favorite book is, of course, clothing. Ugh, Alex <laughs> is going to get on his high horse. Oh, my so horse is so high, I'm afraid of breaking my neck on the way down. Gray. I don't actually like this movie. Fuck you. <laughs> But I have somehow managed to watch it five times five. in my life. So I'll just give you a little quick synopsis of my journey as to why I'm bringing you this movie today. And then we can start it. But first, I wanted to watch it because I refused to read the book. And like my sister had the book and I was reading it when I was staying with her in New York. But I only got up to page 50 and there was no sex in it yet. And it was just a brutally bad book. And all I wanted to know was like, what is so sexy about these? Like, why are women losing their minds? So then when I saw that the movie was coming out, I was like, I'm not going to waste my time (laughs) reading that book. I'm going to wait for the movie. And I (laughs) went with my ex-boyfriend, Ben, (laughs) who said he would only come if he was allowed to do weird stuff to me afterwards. (laughs) And I said, okay, yeah, whatever you want to (laughs) do. He's like, all right, we have to do something that like happens in the movie, and I was like, live your truth, yeah, we'll do, we'll do whatever you want. Maybe I'll get all horned up and I'll be excited. 
There is nothing sexy about this movie. And it is confusing. And I don't understand. So anyways, long story short, I watched it again when it was on TMN because I was at my parents' house and I wanted to remember if it was really as bad as I remember. And it was. <laughs> and then, every time I hang out with someone who says, oh, you know what, I've never seen it, I would go, well, we gotta watch it. Why? So, what happened was we made dry sex exist in cinematic form. What do you mean dry sex? You ever had like bad sex where neither you were quite into it, where the guy's semi-soft <laughs> and the girl is like not really well. No, when a guy is semi-soft, I go, let's take a break. Yeah, you're an adult. And yeah. sometimes you're trying to have sex to save a relationship. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Fine. Fine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyways, listen. It's terrible. The actors have no chemistry. They clearly do not enjoy each other. And the script borders on like a war crime. <laughs> Why was it a war crime? A real crime, like a crime crime that you would try in a real court. <laughs> but let's start watching it because it's two hours. I, I remember it being a lot shorter. Oh boy, you told me it was short. And I then thought I... it was. You know what? Honestly, it clips by. <laughs> this is one of those movies where you fall asleep in. I for sure have fallen asleep. So you know what it is? The last time I watched it, well, actually, the last time I watched it was two weeks ago with Adele and Sam because they. We, we get together, we watch bad movies. Like we saw that J-Lo movie together, Second Act, and we watched Destroyer oh, yeah. with Nicole Kidman, which we did not think was going to be a bad movie. We actually thought it was going to be good. I, I, I was hoping Destroyer was good. It's really, really bad. It's like it wants to be Sicario, but it's not. And it's oh, boring and terrible. I know, Sicario's the best. But anyways, so I watched this. Now, this movie I thought was going to be semi-okay because the way they promoted it mixed with the artists on the soundtrack... It's just, they knew it was going to make money. They got an amazing Beyonce remix of Crazy in Love, which I prefer to the original Crazy in Love. And a weekend song that got nominated for an Oscar. And when he performed it at the Oscars, I forget what won that year, but you were like, oh shit, that song should win. Because the weekend's very good. <laughs> okay. It's starting. <laughs> Who are they? So. I have nothing to add. It's like, this is going to be brutal. Dear listener, <laughs> if so, you're listening to this and you're like, you know, I'll give this podcast a chance. Go back, check out our Starship Troopers episode. Check out uh, what other good ones have we done? Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia 1 and 2 are both solid episodes. Stop telling people to listen to other parts of the podcast. This is going to be great. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if we've done as bad a movie on, on this. The Holiday was really bad. Actually, Keeping the Faith was probably the worst one we did. Yeah. This is, I can't say it's better than, it's like, it truly is comparing apples and oranges. They're both their own. Type of bad. Yeah, like this one's bad. Was this bad. from Toronto? No, I think Vancouver. Okay. This one's bad because not only is it a bad movie, but also there's a lot of like moral issues I have with, with the movie and like how women are treated and how men act and mm. blah, blah, blah. Like I got, I got issue. I was saying, um, I'm going to turn it down a bit. Really loud, yeah. but it's uh, a, this is a great version of this song. Oh yeah, and she has great bangs. She's very good. You know what? Dakota Johnson should, first of all, win an award because most of the sex scenes is her being completely naked mm -hmm. and him like tickling her in various ways that would actually make me go crazy, like putting ice down her and like rubbing her nipple with ice and like a peacock feather at one point. It's a true nightmare. It's my nightmare. Imagine okay. Imagine you were so s sick of sex that a peacock feather had to show up. Well, 
here's my problem with the Fifty Shades of Grey thing in general. It's not hardcore enough? No, people are allowed to be S&M without being yeah. traumatized, yeah. I believe, right? Yeah. But then you find out that he is a very traumatized person, and his first sexual experience was, was with a, his mother's friend, and that he witnessed his, his biological mother, sorry, he's adopted, he witnessed his biological mother, like, die. He's kind of like Dexter, to be honest. Um, and he... Do you think was whipped like you'll see he has like cuts all yeah. over his chest which look like nipples? Do you think? And I'm gonna because this was directed by a woman if I call correctly, right? Yeah, this was directed by a woman. There's, I'm telling you, this movie has thought in it. It's the script. So, um, do you think that it the point of that is like less of trying to create him as a full character? And more trying to create him as like a mysterious, sexy man. So this of, like, is of, like kind of like falling into like a, like the same way you would have like a a like manic pixie dream girl yeah. kind of character. This is Twilight, right? This yeah. is fan fiction on Twilight. Yeah. So she needed to create a backstory for him that isn't him being a vampire. Yeah. So she's like, well, what? Why would someone act a weird way? Mm. Someone who's been abused, I guess. We're gonna make him really cold. So here's the problem. Jamie Dornan, super sexy IRL. In this movie, not really for some <laughs> reason. And he has no idea how to play this part. Neither would I. He has no idea. I, From what I understand, there's no way to play it. You know what I mean? But there's gotta be. There's gotta be. Like a, an emotionally distant, rich CEO... You know what? You're describing most of Ryan Gosling's roles. Ryan Gosling would have crushed this. He would have killed this because he would have been so sexy. He wouldn't have been able to like handle it. And he would have had so much depth. I'm telling you, you know who wanted to write the script for this? Who? Brent Easton Ellis. Oh, my God. He was like, please, please. But I'll tell you why he shouldn't be allowed, because he's a crazy misogynist. Oh, yeah. No, it would. But it would be like for what? I think it this would have is been... This is a misogynistic... Story. I know. I think he would have done an amazing job. Would have made it great. So the woman that directed this movie is also she directed a, a movie called Nor- Nowhere Boy, which is a, a biopic on John Lennon. Yeah. And she's like, I forget what else she's directed. She's like a pretty Listen. decent, like well-known director. She's older. She's in her fifties, mm. British, and she married the star of Nowhere Boy, who was a guy who's like in the X Men movies. He was really cute, and he was like twenty-five. 26. So she's like kind of weird. <laughs> no judgment, no judgment. But they're married now and they're like still very much together. Oh. See? Yeah, he doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know what he's doing. He You're has 100% one line in. I'm like, oh, he has no idea. He doesn't know why he's talking or what's going on. I just think there's because she plays it. She is. She's working her goddamn ass off. Like, she, I've never seen someone be charming in a way that is like she is working against all odds I know they hate each other in real life. yeah they hate each other I really wonder why it's all the negative emotions associated with this movie because they hated doing this movie the the fucking all I know about this movie not all I know but like the the only thing I've really watched related to this movie is the press tour for this is friends of mine were like you gotta watch clips of the press tour because no one hated this movie more than these two and their press tour is blind rage like so, a like a concealed like there's like there's fingernail marks in the chair of them like if off if just off camera there's a guy with a gun holding them there it would make <laughs> more sense. So here's the thing is like 
I could see why you would do it though. It was a huge movie. Yeah. It was gigantic. Um, oh, it made a billion dollars. Like it's. She'll be fine. Yeah. I don't think he'll come back from this. I think. I think he's done working in America. Like, I think he'll go back. To, like, he is working still, and he's still a celebrity mm. and stuff. But I, I just have a strong feeling that, like, no one's, like, dialing the phone to get Jamie Dornan in their movie. Like, uh, the whole point of this scene is supposed to be that they have... They made half a million dollars. They made half a million dollars? No, no. Oh, sorry, half no. Half a billion. Half a billion, yes. I was like, half a million dollars is a great loss for them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... The whole series or just this movie? Just this movie. Wow. They'd have a billion dollars. 570,000. 570 million. Worldwide or North America? I think that was just North America. Wow. Well, the book is was the biggest selling book of all time until... Yeah, wasn't it the thing where it's like the height of it? It was like every like 30 seconds a copy was being yeah, sold. Yeah, biggest selling book of all time until Michelle Obama's memoir, Becoming, came out. Really? Yeah. Isn't that funny? It's wild. <laughs> Women buy books? I think that's what is safe to say. So, like, this scene's supposed to be electric. Like, you're supposed to feel, like, why do I go watch romantic comedies? Why do I go watch movies like this? Because, honestly, I want to feel romanced. Like, I want to feel it. And you This don't is coming feel... way too soon. This? This If this is their first meeting. So, this, so, the whole thing is that her roommate is sick, and her roommate is a journalist student. They both go to the same university. And she's really sick, and it's really hard to get an interview with him. And she's like, can you just go and pretend to, can you pretend to be me or whatever? And so she's going and they're very attracted to each other and it's undeniable. Okay. Like I, I saw in the montage, they kind of like showed it of like he goes to the organized car and blah, blah, blah. And she's got her stupid Volkswagen Beagle. I get, I get it. Um, but it's like, I think you, needed a, to, you need to see her be nothing first. She's just a dumb idiot girl who doesn't know anything about anyone. Yeah, again, Brady Snellis would have written the shit of this. Yeah, he would have killed it. He would have killed it because he would have he would have written Christian you No, know, what if I was I would have been like Brandy Snellis, write just Christian Grey. Don't write any other part of the thing. No, you need him to write both. No, and then, I then, think he would have made her awful. Yeah. Look, she goes outside and is wet. <laughs> <laughs> Some that's metaphor. Some, that's some symbolism. Yes. So th- she's a virgin too, right? <laughs> okay, so you know that Twilight existed just to be like, be abstinent. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the woman who, re- who wrote this was kind of like, oh, let's watch them fuck, but is also weirdly religious too. There's no, so the people I knew growing up who loved Twilight were religious. Like they got married young. Interesting. They, they, they weren't necessarily virgins, but they were like I gotta be tired of you, living in sin. I enjoyed the first Twilight movie. Now, did I go and watch it very, very high at the end of exams in college? And it was just like the nicest treat. Were you still a virgin? I think I might have been still a virgin. There it is. That was, I think it was 20 when it came out? Or 19? Yeah. Yeah, because it came out when, yeah, so you would have been, yeah. Interesting. I loved that when Edward sees Bella for the first time, 
he, his fangs come out, but he can't show it. Mm. So, because he gets turned on by her, so he acts like he has a literal boner in his mouth, and is like, <laughs> like leaves the room. I thought that was the funny. See now, Robert Pattinson. Oh yeah, plays the hell out of Edward. He's great because he is cold and distant. But there's something about him that you know that he kind of hates it too. Yeah. But it's it's not disrespectful. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah, so she's um, can't stop thinking about Christian Grey. Okay, so here's a, here's a question. If we're talking like this movie, so my theory right now off the top is I think is the point of this is kind of like shot like through a female lens kind of thing. I mean, it's you don't know anything about him. It's definitely all through her narration. So is like the close-ups where it's like it did the really really tight close-up on like her lip, like the pen to her lip. Would you say like biting your lip would be like say a female? Yeah, I also it. think in the book, from what I can remember, a million times it's like she bit bites her lip. She bites her lip. Okay. And there's even, like I think you're thinking too into it. I think they're being quite literal. So the whole thing is that this movie's not good because the writer became mad with power and was like, "You can't make this unless my husband writes the screenplay." Woo. And so the next two movies, so the director of this movie is like a decent director. The next two movies is directed by, I don't know who, some random man. They filmed them both at the same time. And they are like cookie cutter garbage movies. Okay. On what you can't, like you can't get into them. Okay. Because I'm so into this one right now. Yeah. <laughs> but do you see how this movie looks like a regular movie? Like it's lit nicely. and. I was going to say it looks like a mid-range bad movie because it's like, I, I, I think they didn't have... You know, they just don't have a tight enough script because it's like you're holding on weird shots for too long. You're holding on like it's just like because it's not a tight script, you know. It's it's all the script's fault in the first movie, and then in the second movie, it's everybody else's fault, including I, the script. I I just like it's yeah, it's it's lit fine. They have like a all right DP. It's not lit perfect, but it's lit fine. It's lit with purpose because yes. it's supposed to be like cloudy. Like it's lit intentionally. Also, the fact that he's smiling in this scene, like they're in the hardware store, and it's like, yeah. he doesn't know how to play this character. Why would he be smiling? Is it supposed to be like a fake out of like... The whole thing is that she works at this hardware store, and he's currently buying stuff that he's going to use for S&M, and it's like he's acting like he... He's like, oh, these are things that I just need, but really he's buying stuff that he's going to use on her because he wants to have sex with her. It's uh, quite the power move, and I don't know. Kind of sexy yeah, I, 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 I don't think that's that, that, that man. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of sexy. It's kind of sexy. He's playing it wrong. It should be like make it the power move. Like she's because he's playing it weird, so she looks insane. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. She's just supposed to be like whatever. Yeah, like all this stuff, and you could tell I haven't even really read the book, and I can tell what are real, like, what you call it, like flag posts of the book, like this red. Rope is clearly an important part. Yeah. See, yeah, the whole thing with Twilight is that he's a vampire and he smells her blood and he's unbelievably attracted to her blood. And this movie is trying to do that without that biological thing. I think the the logic is that he's like a psychopath and sees that she's submith- submissive and that's what he's going off of. Oh, yeah, like she's the most submissive person that he's ever been in contact with. Yeah, it's like... And she's pretty and she's a virgin. Yeah. Yeah, there's a part where she says she's a virgin and he goes, I've been looking for you my whole life or something like that. Ugh. And I was like, are you 
kidding. And instead, he's just like, oh, oh, shit. Um, well, first of all. Okay, you know what? Maybe we should do something else. Like, older maybe- virgins need love, too, I think. <laughs> I think if a virgin wants to have sex with you and they're older and you wanted to have sex with them until you heard they were, they were a virgin, you should be like. Well, I wanted to have sex with you. Maybe we'll just go slow. I think you should still have sex with that person. Because they got to lose their virginity sometime. Yeah, I guess you're right. I don't know. I, I was doing more of a bit on, on Christian <laughs> no, I got, Grey losing. I got really joke. serious. Yeah, Christian Grey being like, oh. Shit. Yeah. Uh, anyway, here, I'm going to tie this hand and you can uh, yeah. see yourself out. Look at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I got a meeting with Tokyo in like a few hours. It's like, oh, you, oh, look, oh, what's that? The helicopter's here, I gotta go. The, there's no, there's no helicopter pad here. <laughs> I hear it. No, I can, it's your face. <laughs> oh god, oh, you, do you know how to let yourself out? <laughs> the door locks behind you, don't it, worry. It's a, it's a, it's a technologically sound house, don't worry about it. Okay. This character here is supposed to be the Jacob of the world. He's supposed to be, because like in Twilight, there's Edward and Jacob. Jacob's a werewolf. And Bella's like torn between the two of them. This guy shows up. Yeah, says, is trying to, she's not, she's friends with him, whatever. Never comes back again. They do not use him at all. He's not in the other movies. And that's like the central story of Twilight. So the person who wrote Fifty Shades of Grey didn't even use. The point, the the main, interesting part of the story. Did I tell you I wa- I've watched all the Twilight, Twilight movies? You watch all of them. I watch them all with commentary on because the commentary is amazing. Really? So I watched the first one and then I've seen the first of the third one because I needed to see them have sex for the first time. <laughs> the the commentary track is everything and more. Okay. So, uh. Let me, let, me, let me just tell you who's on the commentary tracks per movie, and then you'll be like, oh, I get what this is. Okay. So first one oh, has man, director, it. screenwriter, Kristen Stewart, uh, Robert, Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. Fuck, I want to And to hold on, and hold on, and uh, uh, Myers, the, the, the writer of the book. Ooh, Stephanie Myers, okay. Yeah. The second one has director, Kristen Stewart, Robert Pattinson. The third one has Kristen Stewart, Robert Pattinson. Last one, Kristen Stewart, Robert Pattinson. Really? And what it is, is that as they're watching the movie... The first one with all of them, Chris Drew and Robert Patterson start to kind of pick on the movie. Oh, yeah. And Nicole Myers gets kind of mad at them. Okay. The second Stephanie one. Myers. Stephanie Myers. whatever. <laughs> uh, maybe over with Nicole Byers. <laughs> Nicole Byers. Yeah, uh, Nicole Byers wrote the Twilight series. She's very oh successful. Oh, my God. That'd be so funny. <laughs> hey. Uh, I've been trying to practice my Nicole Byers. Hey. Well, I was like, I want to go home now. <laughs> Anyways, go on. Yeah. Uh, and then the second one is with the director, and they're just shitting on the director's choices. Oh, that's so and the last one is the two of them alone in the room, just dunking on this movies. Just so mad. I have mad. to watch those second and third. And ones. they and there's so many like hard cuts in and out of yeah. like in long silences where they talk definitely shit that's liable. Like, really, like I'm surprised heavily, that they let them do that. Oh, because people were buying the DVDs. To, uh, I guess it DVDs. doesn't exist on yeah, yeah. Netflix. Fuck. Because yeah. it, it's like I when I... the first one happened, there was an article where it was like. Oh my god, you have to watch it with commentary on. Oh man, because you get to watch. There's a one part of it where I put a clip where it's like him just being like, it's like Robert Pattinson being like, now here's what I don't get about this movie and points to like an obvious flaw. I can't remember what it is. And then Nancy, Nancy Myers? 
Stephanie Myers. Stephanie Myers just being Nancy Myers directed it's complicated. (laughs) (laughs) Stephanie Myers just being like No I don't think about like getting mad at Robert Pattinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like it kinda like hard cuts in the middle and silent for a while and like comes back. (laughs) Like it's and it's very funny. And then the next one is like them talking on that, and then like the same article goes up, and like it gets shared a bunch, and people like renting it, buying it. Fuck. So the last one is just them being like, "Fuck it, give the people what they want." <laughs> like, okay, so that's another thing about Twilight that's actually better. Maybe we should watch Twilight. Um, is uh, Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart have sincere chemistry? You feel that they're oh, yeah, into they each lo- other. They, I think they, I think they're friends. I yeah. think they're real world friends. They are into each other because they went through the trenches. But they liked to like yeah. that was another movie where you could tell the whole cast had like a nice time. All the teens hung out, oh, the yeah. adults, and they were like happy to do it. It was like, you know, a simpler time. Whereas Fifty Shades of Grey is the fan fiction of Twilight. Like that's a bit humiliating yeah. to be in a movie like this. As like an artist. Yeah. <laughs> it's humiliating. Yeah, yeah. Now, would I say no to this? Of course not. I would do this movie in a million in a second. So the whole thing is that she's going out, they graduated, or she's done like her last essay or whatever. Yeah. And she's real drunky. And she's gonna call Christian Gray. Oh man, what year this come out? With she got a flip phone? No, but the whole thing is that she's bad at technology. Um it came out twenty fifteen. This Valentine's Day was the first Valentine's Day without a um, Twilight, oh, sorry, without a Fifty Shades of Grey movie coming out. Because every Valentine's Day came out for three years and it was so entertaining. Yeah, it's 20, it did say 2015 though. Yeah. 2018 was the last one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so me and Ben saw the first time and then uh, and he really hated it. But you know what? We watched it on IMAX and that was entertaining. It's fun to watch movies on IMAX. It's so big. It, I don't know why you. Oh my god! Me and Callum saw Avengers Endgame in IMAX. Oh. And I would we do got, that. We got so high on the. It, we got we got we got free weed from 420 Fest. I was like, let's get high and watch it in IMAX. It's great and so idea. we're out front, and we had like one of the joints, and it was stronger than we thought it was. Mm. And we're like two thirds of the joint, and Callum's like, I'm done, and I'm like, yeah, I'm really high. Yeah. So we didn't even smoke a full joint because we're old men. Yeah. We're not, we're not cool when it comes to drugs. Yeah. We go in there as we go up, like it's like Young Dundas. We oh. go up the escalators. By the time we've like we're in line for snacks, I'm like, calm, I'm really high. Calm, I'm really, really high. And then I get into the IMAX and I, we sit down and I just whisper to Callum, this screen is so big. And then from Callum's perspective, he was right about to whisper to me, I might have to leave. Oh no. And then I said, this screen is so big. He's like, stay strong for Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. If you both acknowledge that you're not having a good time, you can change your time around because it was being high. Yeah. Because I remember actually we, me and Ben for our anniversary, we ate a brownie and watched Trainwreck. Yeah. And we both got too high. Yeah. And we watched the movie and it was just a lot of work watching that movie. And like I had to watch it again a couple of weeks later because I didn't get any of it. And I remember like wanting to eat my popcorn, but it being too dry for my mouth and be like, ah. mm. and then eating a little bit of the popcorn and be like, why did I do that again? <laughs> this was the ongoing thing. Yeah. And we left the theater, and I went, I'm really high. And Ben's like, me too. And I went, okay, we're both high. It's fine. We'll be fine. Let's just have a good time. So then 
we walked home. That should only have taken 40 minutes, and it took us three hours because we had our bikes, but we couldn't get on our yeah. bikes and drive. And you know what? We had a three-hour discovery walk in the summer where we touched a lot of plants. <laughs> and we, like, we enjoyed it, yeah. Yeah, we had, a, we had a journey. Like, once the movie started, we were fine, but the pre-show and, like, the noise and the lights are kind of half up. And where it's like the screen is so big, what if it falls down? That was not a thought we needed at that time. And you think everybody's looking at you. And I remember yeah. being very grateful that I knew for a fact that no one was looking at me because everyone's watching a movie. Yeah. But every time in the middle I was watching the movie, I kept like looking side to side, being like, who's looking at me? Isn't her name like Anastasia Steele? Mm-hmm. That's uh, funny. That's a funny name. <laughs> Steele and Greg. I never got it's so bad. Well, Bella's name is Bella Swan. Beautiful I know. Swan and vampire. Like, you know. I know, I know. Um, the, Anastasia's, Anastasia's too. Uh, I was listening to the Script Notes podcast today when I was doing laundry. And they had like a pitch contest thing. And like, people like re- recorded pitches. And one guy sent in like, uh, I have a comedy pilot that I wrote. That's a half hour comedy pilot. He put in the hour long version basically of it of like, X, like an X-Files like thing mm-hmm. I have like a comedy X-Files like thing and uh, he named his main character uh, Sinner Web <laughs> and all, all the hosts of the script notes did was dunk on that name they're like oh this is uh, whatever but like Sinner Web Sinner or Skinner? Sinner oh Sinner Web why? oh no people think they die oh yeah See how he has those cuts all over his chest? Yeah, wouldn't that be terrifying if someone said, if you were mine, you wouldn't be able to sit down for a week? I would not think that was sexual. Call putting your butt? Yeah, it's like I would slap your butt so hard you wouldn't be able to sit. (laughs) If you're into it, people get into that kind of stuff. I don't don't think that's overstepping. I want to sit down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, he's telling her that he can't be without her. Also, the way he like. Why? You, what's your? What's his choices? They're well, frustrating. The like the vampire had to stay away from Bella because he was going to eat her. Yeah. But this guy's thing is that like he can't have a regular relationship. He has like he's going to make a contract with her. Like because he can only have an S and M relationship. He doesn't have what you would call vanilla sex. Yeah, he's telling her I don't do romance. This movie's so less horny than I thought it was going to be. Right? Isn't that the bummer of the movie? It's really not horny. It's going to get a little bit hornier because you're going to see like sexual acts happen. I I mean like I get like there's like a like a control thing in there which is like Did you ever see Secretary? Yeah, I did actually. Yeah. Secretary which has almost no actual like sex n- sex in it is far hornier than this movie is. Yeah, but that that's like two very good actors. Like, James Peter's a good actor. Yeah, those two very good actors with a very good script. Yeah. An insane script. But these guys don't have any chemistry in it. Apparently, Charlie Hunnam was going to be Christian Grey. But Who's that? He's in, like, Sons of Anarchy. He, I know him from Undeclared. The, uh, the British fixing, guy. The, yeah, oh, really? Okay. Who I thought... Had such a bad British accent that I thought he was for sure putting it on, but no. same, he's not. Nope, he's well. actually British, and I don't, I don't get that at all. He doesn't turn me on. Hold on, I want to see. You want to hear about? Okay, here's Undeclared is a show because I like freaks and geeks. My friend's like, we gotta watch Undeclared, and I like tried to find a download and thought I found full episodes on 
YouTube. Okay. Well, this like what I thought was like a web series that they kind of made or something. Oh, okay. And it was just undeclared episodes edited to only have that guy in it. <laughs> so you Charlie. <laughs> and so I so but here's the thing: the show seemed insane, but like such a weird, cool writing thing that I. But it's really just like I'm watching edited versions of where you have a main character with all these side characters where you pick up on what their story was. That is so funny. Outside of the thing, but really the full episode, there's a whole like separate B plot or whatever that I'm not getting. And really, then I've watched the full episodes and it's like, oh, it's he's just like in every episode, like deep C plots. Like he's. Yeah, yeah, he's not good. He's not good. He's just like the sexy roommate who like bums out Jay Baruchel. Yeah. Who's like, oh, I can't get laid and this guy can't stop. Okay, I have a question. Like, it should be so exciting that they're kissing. And I remember just being like, oh, man. Okay, so yeah, it says Charlie Hunnam was supposed to be in it. A petition to recast the movie garnered 20,000 signatures on change.org because of scheduling conflicts and reported clashes between Hunem and Universal's pictures. I think that he didn't like the script, I think. 100%, yeah. And he probably wanted to change it. They were annoyed. James has said actor Ryan Gosling was the original prototype for Christian Grey. Oh, my God, Alex. Look, man, I know what I'm doing. You're a genius. I'm an artistic genius who needs to find a real person job because I'm running out of money. Then they wanted <laughs> Matt Bomer. And why are people writing so many petitions? It was so strong that a petition... Man, that Game of Thrones position is so fucking funny that people, A, would sign it, B, would create it, three, anyone would think they'd take it seriously. It's very offensive. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Matt Bomer, 100,000 signatures... Alex Pettifer, who actually is pretty hot, but he's a brutal actor. He's from, um, he is from, what's it called? Oh, what's that movie called? Magic Mike. He's oh, yeah. not Channing Tatum. Magic um, Mike was a movie that was better than had any right to be. It's great. And then, it's because Steven Soderbergh's right. Yeah, Steven Soderbergh's the main director. That's why I want to go see it. And then, uh, well, and then everyone's so mad about it, being like, it's not horny. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's sad. Yeah, it is sad because the stripper is hor- is sad. sad. Yeah, and then and then Magic Mike XL or whatever came out, and it's like, here's what you wanted. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like XL. Everyone told me that it was a really good time, and I was like, eh. I didn't see it. I, I, anyone who enjoyed XL definitely didn't watch Magic Mike. That kind of destroys the whole mystique of what XL's selling. Yeah, you. it really negated the point. Yeah. Okay, so then they said, so Alex Pettifer, Chase Crawford, who's super hot, but man, he's a bad actor. He's mm. Nate on Gossip Girl. Now, Alexander Skarsgård would have been amazing. amazing. He would have played it me perfectly. He said he was born to play it, but they didn't give it to him. Ian Summerholder from The Vampire Diaries, and he wanted to do it, but they wouldn't give it to him. Okay, for Anastasia Steele, Alexis Bledel. I Which like makes sense. I still think Dakota Johnson is a. F- I like. I don't need to be her to be recast. I think she's a good actor. But Alexis Bledel, like. She's a bad actor, though. Like a really bad actor. She's I've attractive. Watched many a. Yeah, but uh, you don't think she's attractive? She's attractive, but she's no Alexis Bledel. I mean, Alexis Bledel is a brunette with blue eyes, whereas I think she's actually a blonde who dyed her hair brown. Yeah. Um, Chloe Bridges from the Carrie Diaries. I don't know her. I don't know her. Lucy Hale, who was in Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. Emma Watson. That's funny. She was considered, but then she said, no fucking way. Yeah, and that was it. Emma Watson and Alexander Skarsgård would have been an amazing movie. I also really enjoy this song, too. This is an original song for the movie. Well, because they wanted to be like, 
the next Twilight. I mean, like people grew up with Twilight, and Twilight, everyone had an original song of like what were bands that were popular with tween so it was like paramore yeah i remember i remember people losing like splooging over that soundtrack but it was never for me no but i was also a little bit too old for twilight yes yeah i was probably like four or five years too old this is a great song to do hill sprints to (laughs) i feel like you have the 50 gray soundtrack on your ipod i bet i have at least several songs from it like i have that crazy in love and i have this song and I have that weekend song, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like how a big, a big sequence of this is they're going to Seattle or whatever, right? It's first of all being like, Portland to see, we're going to Seattle? Like, Portland's a more fun city. And then <laughs> two, it's like, it's just shots of buildings as they go like the hour drive, basically. Yeah, I mean, I guess the fact that he's flying a helicopter is a pretty big deal. Yeah. The whole thing is that like Anastasia, blah, 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 blah. Anastasia Steele is supposed to be so, so sheltered. She's never been on a date, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And this really rich dude, like this is supposed to be attractive. But the problem is that this movie doesn't get is that men are scary. And having a really rich guy trap you in something like a helicopter and then take you to a place that you don't know where you are on the first date, mm-hmm. that's not romantic. That's terrifying. The entire time, you know, all you would think about is like, "How am I going to get home? I don't know how I'm getting home." You, so then here's the uh, here's the other end of this is the problem is that you're trying to get romance out of it when I think that you could be like this. The end goal of this movie is less romance and more like like card like like sexual like carnal sexual right. And yes. then so and so I think that then if, then if you're reconstructing it that way then your first act is like she meets him it's like this guy is like attractive she tells people he disappears for a bit you see her life a bit yeah then she meets him again and then rather than it being like she's whining and dying he's whining and dining her or whatever it's they go right into fucking they should have and then and then and then then all this stuff comes after and it's her figuring out where she wants to be with it but they've complicated it by making him like needing her to sign a non like that he's this really rich guy and that there has to be like there can't be like a moment of them being like fuck it let's just have sex right here right now and also because she's a virgin she's um hesitant but yeah it should be that thing where like no, it would be like like it goes and starts normal sex and then it goes into the S and M stuff and then so it becomes that. This is what happens. Right okay, now. sorry. You're sorry. right about that. Continue your thoughts. I'm no, sorry. but I think it's true. I think you're right. It, it, there, the thing that is missing from this movie, this movie should be rated X, mm-hmm. and it should be like, well, no, maybe not X, but like a hard R. I, I think I think you get like like a people are pretty. Uh, it's pretty lenient now, like X and R of like. Uh, uh, Infomania exists and it wasn't. Was that Infomania X? I think it was. I think it was, like, I think it was like just not rated in the states. Oh yeah, things aren't really rated anymore. You're yeah, right. it's like, when it gets like that level, it's like oh, fuck it. Like why now, bother? you're totally right. The problem with this movie, it is literally like if Disney did S and M. Yeah, it's it. I think it's getting. And they want to appeal to teenagers. They don't want to appeal to adult women. No, no. I think I think it's getting it backwards. Like you can already kind of see it. It's like it's, the point isn't. Oh my God! They're in love and they're in this thing. It's like clearly it's not. Like he's a wood board. Like that's. The- 
I mean, there was a movie about this that already came out. It was called... Uh, Secretary. Oh. No, I was thinking that Marlon Brando movie. What? Tango in Paris or something in I Paris. I've never seen it. It's... He meets a 19-year-old and he's like 40-something or maybe even 50-something. Is this a Woody Allen movie? <laughs> no. It could have been. Uh, she would be 19. It might be. She'd be 14. Bertol... Bertol... Boy, Bertolucci movie? Like... Hold on. It's like a, it's a last tango in Paris, it's called. I'll tell you. And he meets this 19-year-old, and they spend all weekend having, like, crazy sex. And it's really bad now because there was actually a scene in it where, like, he they didn't tell her what was happening as an actress. Mm. And mm. it was something she felt sexually assaulted while it was being filmed. But this is technically what it is. Oh, no, his name is... Jean-Pierre Lod. Uh, not familiar. Oh no, I was right. Sorry, that was a that was a director. Sorry, the director was Bernardo Bertolucci. Okay. Oh my god, the box office in 1990, 1972 was 96.3 million. Hell yeah. It's a huge hit. Anyways, yeah, it's Bertolucci, so it's very beautiful looking and it's Paris and it's Marlon Brando who does not look as good as he once did, just having sex with like a 19 a legitimate 19-year-old. And I think, yeah, butter. Yeah, 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 that he used butter in a scene. But anyways, movies like this have come out in the past. They exist, but they're always done by very, very good directors. Well, because it's, it, you're playing with fire. Yeah, because if it's not done by a good director, you're making softcore pornography. Yeah. Which is kind of what they made. Actually, yeah. no, no one is getting off to this movie. Except for maybe like a 12-year-old who accidentally saw it and has never, did not know what sex was. Yeah, it's it's such a... It's backwards. As I, I keep saying, it's backwards. Of like, it's not sure what this movie is. It's trying to make this movie romantic, but then it wants to keep the hits of. Here's the deal. Why? Why isn't the crazy S and M stuff crazier? That's my whole issue with this. In the book, is it? Is, is, did they soften it? In the I book? think they must have softened it from the book because I heard that there was a scene where like he pulls out a tampon from her. Hell yeah. <laughs> Which I don't know if anyone really wants. I don't think they want to do. That's fair. Yeah, I don't think they want to be denigrated. To <laughs> that. But that's the problem. Mm-hmm. You can't have a movie like this and not have actors that are completely game. And how can they be completely game? They don't trust anyone. They don't trust the script. They don't trust the director. Why have I seen if this movie had... five times? <laughs> now you're at six? Yeah, I'm at six. Look, you can see her little hairs on her thighs. I feel like I've never seen that before in a movie. As, as, so I, I do think that there has to be at some level female gaze in this, and that's cool. Uh, like, yeah, like Jamie Dornan is very sexy. Like, he's super hot in a way that I think only women see. Like, do you think he's good looking? No. Yeah, I think that he's specifically girl hot. I, you know, I think he's good looking, but I don't think he's like, I'm not. Not f- I don't know. I, 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 when we start talking about like movie hot, it's a different kind of hot. Yeah, I, I know, right? Like in real life, it would be unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Like he'd walk down the street and people would be like, That was ah. an interesting cut. Do you think it's her boobs? I think so. You see her boobs oh, like okay, yeah. crazy mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah. You see, oh, she's so cold. But are people's nips always hard in movies? Uh, when you're horny, your nips get hard. See, look, this is a Sia song. I think Sia wrote this song. For the movie. I'm telling you, this movie has a, an all-star soundtrack. See, but like, 
I don't know. See how he has it those. It does look cuts? like little nipples. They look like little nipples. I know. It's a terrible idea that they did to him. Look at his perfect little butt. The movie never shows dick, but what they they do to like satiate, like being like, well, she's completely naked. Um, we'll show you his pubic hair. So you see him wear jeans that are really, really low, and they show the top of his pubic hair. <laughs> it sucks. No woman in the history of time has been like, mm, show me that pubes. <laughs> I'm obsessed with this idea that it's going to be... <laughs> That's very funny. This is the idea that it's going to be like female gaze. Look, did you see him put on a condom? You never yeah. see that in a movie. That's true. Not a movie like this. Definitely not a movie like this. Like you definitely see them teen movies where like guys are like struggling to put on condoms. See, she's very naked. Yeah. Ugh, I would not have enjoyed any of this. The only being held down? Oh no, no, I'm not talking about the actual act of sex. I'm thinking as an actor. Oh god, no, yes. This would be have been horrible. awful. Um I'm just obsessed with the idea of like a female this movie has to be filmed with female gays now, and I don't quite see it. No, no. Mamma Mia is female gaze. Nancy Myers is true, is woman gaze. <laughs> Older, mature woman oh, yeah, gaze. No, yeah, yeah. Okay, Here, here's what I'll say is female gaze, is that with this sex scene, it's, the camera does hit things that is not traditionally hit in a sex scene. Yeah, like... And I think that that maybe is either her or female gaze, and that I, I'm not familiar with it. I think it. it might be the director. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, I'll tell you what... It's showing, like, hands rubbing us aside. And it's like, that's like... So you see, like both his back muscles and like the touch is like that's an unusual shot. That, and that's something that, that as a woman I enjoy looking at, at sex. Like I remember the first time noticing that I was like, oh, looking at like a guy's like lower abdomen, hip area during sex is primo. <laughs> okay, like, so then maybe maybe yeah, I'm, maybe yeah. I'm right. Maybe I'm right. Like I remember noticing that being like, oh, okay, this is the this is the stuff for me. <laughs> I guess this is what guys feel when that they like. That voice is hilarious. <laughs> this is when, the stuff. When guys see boobs, I feel like that's what I figured out. Because like I'll look at a guy, like you know, you look at a penis as a woman and be like, ay, ay, ay. like that's just not. It, just, it, it does look like an instrument. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, it doesn't it looks happen. Medical almost. Parts of it, like over time, and as you mature sexually, maybe, sure. But lower abdomen, slice of hip, great. And that, and actually, Fifty Shades of Grey did. Showcase that. So you know what? Maybe I'm right. Took Alex. Should you have directed this movie? I would have eaten shit directing this movie. I don't know how you would have communicated to the actors at all. I like that. Like not. That's not even the part I'm thinking. Like I don't know where I'd start. Like trying to like direct a sex scene. Like I don't. I think you need two directors for this movie. You need someone who is the ultimate actor's director, who's just there for the actors and nothing else. Mm. And then you need someone taking care of everything else. Multiple directors stuff isn't... I don't know why it's not, it's not more great. common. I think because they don't split it up in the way that I just said. Yeah. yeah. They, they just truly half-act. Unless the Coen brothers do that. Yeah, that's probably... I mean, like, that, public works, we so do that. Successful. Well, but, but, Coen but, brothers are brothers, and they just know how to work. Like, I'd yeah. be able to work with my sister probably because if you get into fights or whatever, it's fine. Yeah, like Public Works, we kind of direct like that, and it'll be like we'll have like one lead, and the other two have opinions. And it's normally like Connor will deal more with acting stuff, and Callum will will deal with Look, like writing stuff. When I'm directing sketch, I love having someone there to bounce off of. It's great, yeah. But I want to be taken. I want my idea to be the final idea. Like I well, want the, 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 the good part is there's three of us. We can go down to vote. Yeah. 
And also, we're de- we're generally doing like pretty low budget stuff that we can also be like, we'll shoot both and decide later. Also, like she woke up in a kitchen that would have been very hard to decipher what was what, and she managed to make pancakes. <laughs> and there's no way that man has the makings of pancakes in his kitchen. No, not even close. Impossible. There's no way that Christian Grey was like, I'm going to buy some flour and sugar. Oh no, maybe he's he's the alien from Men in Black. <laughs> sugar water. Oh yeah, now they're taking a morning bath. I, pres- I thought it was kind of hot of, of her like... Well yeah, she has a beautiful body. Okay, I guess, yeah, you know what? That's probably where I'm like, it's kind of hot. Like, yeah, she's just full nude. Yeah, she, like her bum and like upper back area would look like that man Ray. Oh, yeah, of, yeah. Uh, like she's very beautiful. No, yeah. uh, no one take that away from her. Alex? Alex, stop taking it away from her. I think she has a goofy little face, which is kind of cute. Mm-hmm. She Unfortunately, she looks more like Don Johnson than Melanie Griffith. Is the problem a little bit? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. She's real hot. Yeah, she's beautiful. I'm, I'm in now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, it only took her being completely <laughs> nude. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> and also, I kind of figured out what I, uh, how I would shoot the sex scenes now, oh and it'd be, God. and it, and it would be so un unsexual. It would be like a wide long shot, and you see it as a full act. Like it's like it's it, or like, and then like staccato jump cuts like the camera wouldn't move, and it's like but like I'm trying to like my theory would be, I'm trying to show like that it is like these two people's thing. It is like act happening at person, but it's like that's so non sexual. But that's where I'd start from, and that's so pointless. I don't know if okay, the best sex scene I've ever seen in a movie. Is MacGruber. MacGruber, no. Uh, from what I can pull up of my brain right now is Atonement. Ooh. So whoever that's directed... That's a good call, yeah. Yeah, that scene is... I remember the first time watching it being like, ah, what is <laughs> happening? <laughs> <laughs> um, so whoever directed that, I think it's Joe Johnson. He has a funny name. It's, it's yeah. a really nondescript white person name. But anyways... Get that director in just to direct sex scenes. Maybe we need about five directors for this movie. I want, now, it's, now I want to make my weird sex scene. <laughs> Listen, find two actors to do that for free for you. and uh... just Okay, like imagine you have like a big house and they, it's like it leads up to the sex scene and then it cuts to like super far wide like, and you watch the sex scene. Like That's a like, long, static, quiet shot. That sounds like in a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> Truly awful. I don't know why you would want that. Ooh, I, I found it. a lot of articles on how brutal Last Tango's Paris was. I am sorry I brought it up. I'm, I'm. It's a movie in the '70s that had sex in it. There's no way it wasn't brutal. Oh yeah, so the whole thing with Christian Bang, Christian, I like her bangs so much that I said Christian Bangs. Um, the whole thing about Christian Grey is that he made her sign a non-disclosure agreement because he's super, super rich, mm. and he wants just to do weird s and things yeah. to her, and so he's going to want her to sign a contract, and he says that he doesn't make love, he fucks, is what he says, and that he um, doesn't uh, sleep with the women. Like she, This is her own room that she's allowed to yeah, decorate ho- however she pleases. Yeah, I saw that. However she pleases, she chooses white. You know, like um, like a, a stepdad would say to their daughter to be like, well, i got a room for you. You can do whatever you want to it. I make the walls purple. Do women like purple? He was a model. 
but you, 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 you. I'm going to edit this mid <laughs> So we can use. They have the subtitles. I can sing along. So I love. So now it's him convincing her about S&M. You never need to convince a person. Either they're into it or they're not. I don't think mm-hmm. anyone should ever be convinced into. I remember there was a guy that I had hooked up with a couple of times and he was in an open relationship. Mm-hmm. And boy, did he talk to me about his open relationship for a long time. <laughs> and I sit there being like, I don't think this works for you because you are <laughs> really on it. Yeah, you're really trying to explain to me how much it works and you're trying to make me understand that it's really okay and blah, blah, blah. And if it was okay, it would just be okay. Why are you coercing me right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. He did it. <laughs> he, he, he got what he needed. Men are crazy. No, not like women. Women are crazy. No. Women be crazy. Men are crazy. Like, it's funny that we are like, oh, women are crazy, like, colloquially or whatever. Men are nuts. (laughs) Like, the stories that I have, (laughs) men are crazy. It's always me. Name one crazy thing I've done. (laughs) I don't think you're that crazy. Earlier you said it was crazy that I didn't pick a favorite color. That is a crazy thing. (laughs) That's like, that's that's a detail. There's a couple of details that I've picked up in my life that I will someday turn into a script of some kind about and me no 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 okay. about uh, an general. amalgamation of people that i know yeah and one is that i dated a guy who only had one pillow yeah and that shows up uh, I've, I've that show up in so many sketches you've written because i found it fascinating <laughs> i went don't they come in the set like don't you have to buy two buy one. Oh, i know and then when i would sleep there i demanded that i had the pillow and he would sleep on a on a sweater and I dated you didn't him. Get a second pillow. I dated him for six months, and he I, never bought another pillow. Well, he was right. You didn't have to invest in it. You were you were you're out the door soon. Just for his life, though. Six months I, was not that soon. That was a long time. I had, I think it was like, I was like twenty four. I think I had two pillows, and I would sleep on two pillows stacked up. And I was like, and then I started seeing someone. I was like, oh, I gotta get another pillow because <laughs> she was like, oh, here, uh, I put two pillows and laid down. She's like, no. Yeah, you maniac. <laughs> Ugh, men are the worst. Oh yeah, because she's newly fucked. That's why she feels different. Ugh. Chilling. Imagine. Chilling. Nothing feels the same. It doesn't though. After you lose your V for like a week, you're kind of like. Oh. Actually, that's true. When I was. I was like, oh, God. I remember being turned on for a week. Oh, then, I thought I got her pregnant, so I was like, fuck. Oh, that's submissive. <laughs> Sorry, that's funny. What it's like, was it? It's like, uh, have you done your research? Uh, and, not yet? And she's like, what should I search? And he's like, Google submissive. <laughs> I don't think it was supposed to be a joke. <laughs> it's very funny. Also, what kind of Google does she have where the submissive pictures are very sanitized? You would yeah. see some nasty shit if you type that in. Okay, I want to Google submissive and see what I... Okay, up. I want to do it too. It'll probably be just the definition now that I think about it. Well, go to images. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, no, I'm scared. <clears throat> submissive. Oh, no, the internet's being slow. Yeah, it's because we're both looking for it at the same time. Oh, it's a bunch of books. Is this more sanitized than the... Sub- I, submissive, a duet. Yeah. Simply submissive. 
Diary of a Submissive. Diary of Entry of a Submissive. Look at this woman's nipples. Oh, my God. His submissive, we've entered in a real nerdy section of pornography. This is more sanitized than the pictures that were in there. Yeah. Actually, those were beautiful pictures that they showed. And now we've gotten to the Fifty Shades part. Yeah. I don't want to. Now that Oh, this is the only sex scene of the movie that I enjoy. But it's also scary because she, she went for a run and then he just appeared in her apartment. You know what? I don't like it as much anymore. <laughs> you really flippy floppy on this movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's another one of my things that I chose thinking it would be funny and I'm getting bored. But, um, yeah, I remember the first time watching it thinking that this was kind of hot. But uh, also she was all sweaty from the run and I'd be really bummed out about that. Why? Because I'd be like, oh, I'm so sweaty. Let me take a shower for like one second. What do you mean? Like, because I would be the sweaty one. So? Because I don't want to be stinky. Do you think he cares? No, I know. I get the, And look, she's wearing um, a bra that zips from the front. I was like, oh, lucky. What are the chances? Yeah. See, now here's where I don't like BDSM sexually. Yeah. I like using my eyes for looking <laughs> to see. <laughs> What's like happening? Using my hands for touching. Like, that is something that I most enjoy about sex. A lot of... A lot of <laughs> Eye looking and hand touching the entire <laughs> time. It's a uh, it's an important part for me. Yeah, I guess. I mean, oh, you you you've established pretty clearly. Wait, gross. <laughs> baby birded wine into her mouth. Um, you established pretty clearly. You are not a fan of BDSM. No, I don't think I am. I mean, little slaps, sure. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not just human. Like, <laughs> I think maybe I'm the dominant. I think I don't like being 100% submissive. Have you tried that before? Um, I've been submissive um, in situations, but I direct it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll say, say this to me. <laughs> and then he does, and I like that. <laughs> it makes more sense in context. I'm not going to get too into it because my sister listens to this podcast. <laughs> You started this. Well, what can I say? Look, you really seem use a condom. See? They really, they really show you the condom. And pubic hair. Yeah. And they really want to let us know that we know that he's entering her at this point. Yeah, it's pretty hot. Yeah, right? But yeah. it's also the way that I like to do it. That's like my favorite way is what just occurred. Doggy so. style. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the rare form of sex mm, that is into it. from behind. Yeah. That's the best kind. <laughs> None of this front stuff. What did I wrote a sketch once where it's Anne is it was based on a true experience that I had with someone yeah. who found out that I had hooked up with someone in the cast and he was like he asked the weirdest questions you could ask. He asked, Did you use a condom? Mm-hmm. And I was like, Yeah. And like what positions did you do? And I was like, These are not normal questions that you ask a human being. Like and it was a guy and I remember feeling so weird and Anne was there so then I wrote this sketch where Anne was yeah. someone's cousin that joined us for brunch and and we were like having girl talk and she's like ooh did you use a condom <laughs> and the one that I used was what positions did you use and then I said we get into a screaming fight where I said that not missionary she goes oh you didn't do missionary I'm like no she's like you didn't do it. She's like freaks out at me for not doing missionary, and then I said that I lost my virginity doggy style, so I end up screaming to the audience. (laughs) 
it's uh, I mean, it works better as a sketch than me it's explaining funny. it to Alex. It's not funny. Attention. I was saying this to someone that we haven't found a good way to make texting and messaging dramatic. Yes. Eighth grade. Yeah, I liked eighth grade. Eighth grade did a real good job of that. Me, 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 me. This movie sucks. Yeah, I'm bored. <laughs> Again, it's backwards. So they have the plot of the contract. They have the romance of them getting to know each other. And the thing everyone showed up for sex then being bad, which is it's, it's just bad. I don't like it. I mean, it's not good. This is a great dress, though. And it's super nerdy, this part, how she's going to tell him she's going to like. But now we're getting to the part of the S&M. Yeah. But I will say, when I first watched it, now that I've seen it several times, I'm very bored by it. But I remember having the feeling of, like, when will they get to the S&M? Like, really <laughs> needing them to get to it. And that actually kept me invested in the movie. Okay. Because I was like, I need to know <laughs> what it is. And you will see, and you will be like, oh. <laughs> and I remember in the second movie, the big sex scene in that one is he takes this pole and he puts like basically handcuffs but around her ankles mm. and then stretches the poles out so that her legs are completely like almost in a split yeah. and has sex with her like that. And I was like, that's my nightmare. I've seen that in pornography. I don't like that at all. And he like flips her over with the pole too. He has a smile that he plays with that I really hate. <laughs> yeah. It's really bad. Like watching it now, like it's a smugness, but it's not well done. It's like he's uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. And he's not supposed to be uncomfortable. I think he is uncomfortable, like the actor. Yeah, he's uncomfortable. Also, this room is insane. It's kind of cool. Yeah. I don't know why it's lit like this. It's like an '80s like restaurant. Yeah. This is this scene is insane. That played for a romance. I mean, it's I, not supposed to be romantic. Yeah. Also, the fact that, like, she is a virgin and that she doesn't have any experience in this. Like, yes, now she has lost her virginity, but with him. It is asking a lot of someone who has no sexual experience to do all this and assume what she likes and doesn't like. Mm-hmm. It's asking too much. She asks too much. Oh, I mean, we've breezed past, but obviously it's a unhealthy relationship. And I feel like the more we talk about it, it's just beating a dead horse. Yeah, it's a brutal relationship. And he's an insane person. But then it's all played for romance rather yeah than the fact that it's played for romance is very weird when like the story because you know what this is this is legit beauty and the beast yeah which is not romantic beauty yeah. and the beast is not romantic and it's not supposed to be. again like I said I don't think this movie's about romance it's about Stockholm Syndrome hardcore fucking yeah but like animalistic fucking. Fucking. Like this is kind of fun. It's not really hot. It's just like, I'm like, yeah. It's kind of sexy that they're talking to each other all dirty across the table. Yeah. But he's really bad at it. Yeah. I don't think that's... I, I, like This to me feels more like real sex in that it's awkward and weird, but everyone's kind of buying into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She bites her lip. Is that a thing? That's a thing that she does in the movie a lot. Thing that you do? Do I bite my, I bite my lip? I think you're I bite my lip. When I'm horny? I don't know. I don't know what no, I'm No, you're doing. Italian. You bite your fist. <laughs> uh, I scream and I punch a wall. 
hit the table really hard. And you're you're white, so you punch drywall. Yeah, <laughs> you say something absolutely rude and leave the room. <laughs> See, the fact that she has this kind of autonomy that she can choose to leave yeah. makes me think that she's not truly into it. Because if you're like new and there's someone that is so unbelievably hot asking you to stay, you you stay. Yeah. You stay. Yeah. But I don't know. I just have no impulse control. It's a problem. It's a legit problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's got me in a lot of trouble. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm not doing great. <laughs> anyway, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. I made a promise to a couple of people I was as well. This guy, Callum Keith Runny. He's a Canadian actor uh, that was in a lot of TMN movies. Classic TMN watch for me. And uh, he used to come to the roots that I worked at. Oh. Yeah. Well, he came twice. But still, that's a lot. Mm hmm. To that root? <laughs> God, they had to have a lot of fake sex in this movie. And, like, he really had to touch her. Yeah. Oh, maybe they hated each other because they felt so uncomfortable with each other. A hundred percent. And to, to hate was better than engaging because maybe he's married or something. Maybe. Maybe maybe they just, like, were like, I don't like you. Listen. As a person, and then, a little, and then you have to get so close to each other, and you're like, fuck this. She might be a little baby princess, because she is Hollywood royalty. Oh, yeah. She's like, you know, Molly Griffith and Don Johnson. She doesn't sound big, but when she was growing up, both of her parents were the most successful they were. And yeah. like, Molly Griffith was a big superstar. See, like, he can't do this. He's not doing the campsite rule, because he's older, and, and she's younger, and yeah. she's inexperienced, and he's jerking her around, and she, he's gonna leave her damaged. It's too mm -hmm. late. Mm -hmm. It's too late. Here's what this movie should be. Okay. She hooks up, gives the contract. She's like, "No, fuck that." Then you see her go through like a full like kind of sexual life, and then like hooking up with other guys, hooking up with other guys, and slowly drifting into submissive sex and wondering what she could have had with this younger guy. Right. And that she was into it, but was too inexperienced to understand that she was and had something. And it's like, what she should do is give up and like move into other stuff, but she's going to hold on to it. Um, that yeah, that's good. But <laughs> that's a real movie. <laughs> you're acting as though this isn't fan fiction of Twilight. I know. And there's, the problem. That's I'm, actually very interesting. I'm 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 she, sitting here trying to write movies from the point of view of a character that's interesting, and I and yeah, just she every step have, of this is wrong. She should have done that thing where um, she should have gotten scared. Yeah, yeah. She should she should have dated other people, and you know what? In Twilight, that even happens. She hmm. dates um the werewolf. fucking werewolf man. Who's also weird? Well, yeah, but men are weird. Um, but my my point is, my yeah, point is, I'll it, go back to my thing. Men are crazy. <laughs> I just think it's crazy that we haven't established that men are crazy. I think, like, my point is, like, she never even ends up back with Christian Grey, but it's like she longs for it, and like the movie ends with her like being like seventy years old, okay, well, and she's discovered her sexuality <laughs> in a different way, but she had it all along. I don't want her to be seventy. 
I've been obsessed with the I'm obsessed. I've been only writing stories that take place across like 300 years. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm obsessed. Like, I'm obsessed with like people who don't die. Or like, oh yeah, I'm obsessed with people who don't die. Oh, so vampire Twilight. I get it. You want to write the next Twilight? No, I want to. I'll. Uh, yeah. Now they're gonna have sex, S and M styles. Dear Lord. Laura Silovitz saw her once in real life. She said she's very skinny. I believe that. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't think she doesn't not look skinny. Oh, I just realized that, like, she showed she showed her the room, and they try to, like, check off's roommate, I guess. Like, they have to use the room? Yeah, and it's like, they're, and like you're, the idea you're building up to use the room. To using the room, yeah, that is but what it is. But the thing is, they don't show the room in a way that is, like, enticing. It's just, like... A there's shot of some. Here's my, yeah, it's like him showing his like storage unit. Like it's, it's true <laughs> though. Also, like the best thing you know, Karen Gilgara from My Favorite Murder, your yeah. favorite podcast. She goes the most outrageous part of this movie is that this woman works at a hardware store. <laughs> She's like, there's no way yeah. that she works at a hardware store. What am I gonna ask that girl for help? I don't think so. <laughs> Yeah, she's really attractive. <laughs> it's only when she's completely naked, which I think is so funny. Like, men brain and women's brains do not work the same. Oh, I've said this before. Of like, there's, I mean, like you said earlier, it's like, someone would be like, oh, I need to like work out and look nice. Like, honestly, once for, for straight men, once you see a naked woman, it's pretty hard to fuck that up. What if they have like a lot of droopy bits? Like, their shoulders are droopy. Honestly, it's pretty hard to fuck it up. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> You got too much elbow skin still in. Like <laughs> him braiding her hair is one of the least sexual things I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. See, this I don't enjoy because I don't like women getting hurt. It's not sexy. I mean, but like, it, it, I don't know. Like, she maybe she enjoys getting hurt as a sexual act. Not yet, though. Not that she knows of. Oh yeah, he wears his little jeans, which is for sure a thing from the book that they should have stricken. He should be completely naked like her. It would be very funny. Man, sex is hilarious. Sex is funny. And it's dirty. Yeah. Sex is dirty. <laughs> See, she doesn't look like she's in anticipation of excitement. She looks like she's scared and doesn't know what's going to happen. But I guess, like, how else would you play it? Like, you wouldn't be sitting here, like, always turned on. I think that's what the people wanted. Her to be scared? Her to be horny. Yeah, she's not horny. I think this, this, again, you're saying, like, why is this movie hot? Because she's scared. Yeah, she shouldn't be scared. Mm -hmm. She shouldn't be scared, and he should be gruff. Yeah. Like, he's not not alpha enough, and she's not the right kind of submissive. It should be a wide shot from the other room. (laughs) Distant. It's so scary when you say that. (laughs) But, like, ugh. I'm, like, annoyed at the amount of money that you spent on this playroom. Like, please send a kid to school so you can have fancy sex things, you fucking rich douchebag. You don't have a room like this? Oh, I don't have a fancy sex room? No. (laughs) But I would have a sex room if I was rich enough to, like, this is where I have sex and this is where I sleep. (laughs) (laughs) The sex room would have a firmer mattress. (laughs) You remember MTV Cribs? Uh, They did one where it was Penn and Teller. And... Ew, does Penn and Teller have a sex room? Penn has a full, like, mirrored dungeon in his basement. <laughs> like, every wall has mirrors on it. Is Penn the one that talks? Yeah. <laughs> he's a libertarian, too. Yeah, he's a lot. He lost 
a lot of weight by like only really eating rapini. Didn't he get really sick too? Oh, that I don't know. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. I, I heard him talk about his diet once and it was like rapini and vinegar. It sounded like a goddamn nightmare. <laughs> 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 like, this is sexual. It felt really weird watching this in a theater. I'll give you that. Watching it in a theater yeah. filled with women and Ben. <laughs> <laughs> but what's funny is, like, while this wasn't happening, like, we were laughing and people were talking, like, yeah. throughout everything. Because the first time you watch it, there's a lot of, like, oh, my God, I can't believe you said that. But people were, like, excited to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the sex scenes, everyone was real quiet. <laughs> she just has to be so... Naked, and I remember in the (laughs) he sniffs her underwear. I remember in the in the second movie he like bites her nipples, and I was like too intimate. I would not want an actor biting my nipples if that's not my boyfriend. Oh yeah, that's too intimate. Yeah, but I guess you're getting literally millions of dollars. You get millions of dollars, but here's the the other end of I'm just like I don't know. Uh, If you're making art for it, then like cool. But n- neither of them feel like they're making art. It's not art. That's This is the problem. Like yeah. with Bertolucci, those scenes are terrible, and I don't back up anything that he sat- did. But it's a beautiful movie. Yeah. And he's a beautiful director. Mm. But he loves to film a sexual scene. Like all of his movies are like softcore pornography. The, like, they're all about the celebration of the female form. Yeah. Ow, the lower tummy. No, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, that's say, a weird spot. I say, please don't whip me on my lower stomach. Thank you. It's a weird cut. There's something very cute about him when he's like t- put doing the braid, tying the knots. The actor, Jamie Dornan, is thinking how to do it. Yeah. You can see it in his little cute eyes that mm-hmm. he's like, and this goes like this, and this goes like that. Around the rabbit ears. <laughs> Great song, though. Oh, it's doing like a montage. Okay. <gasps> Whoa, you, you saw got, a little bit of dick. Yeah. I never realized that. Maybe this time I was shutting my eyes and screaming. <laughs> you see Shaft. Oh, I guess they're having sex. Why have I seen this movie five times? I'm embarrassed for myself. This is weird. Because it's like your centerpiece of the movie, right? Like they don't. Yeah, so this is the first time they have S&M sex. And my whole thing about it was like, he's just... Slapping her, yeah, because I because you're like this 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 is the centerpiece of the movie, right? Like we're, we're we're saying like there's not like another sex scene that's like a bigger sex scene. Mm. After this, right? There's a sex scene that something changes in both of them when they do it. Okay, so then it's not. Because I was like that that makes sense. Like if your centerpiece is basically a montage, what a weird thing to do. Because it's 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 neither going to be like sexual or interesting no it's, it's like watching a trailer for a porn website like <laughs> i mean yeah only they shot it closer to be more cinematic and less sexual when you arouse the need of me you gotta keep this singing in too mm. yes indeed and me i'm not going to proceed with what you're leading me to <laughs> When I was a kid, my sister was obsessed with Frank Sinatra, so like I know all Frank Sinatra mo- uh, songs. Mm-hmm. And there's something about his voice that makes me feel nostalgic and happy and very sad at the same time because I feel like I can't. Frank Sinatra to me doesn't even sound musical. 
Really? He has yeah. a stunning voice. I can't. You I'm can't with his beautiful voice? What's wrong with his voice? Explain it, it, yourself. It, it doesn't sound musical. I'm just kind of bored. What? Like, not, like, I'm going to find you as Frank Sinatra. Like just someone like being like, it's not the things I do. Like just like someone like making a joke almost. No, he's incredible. I'm going to sh- make, we're not going to play this now, but he sings Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered. And he hits a note that brings a tear to your eyes. I'm not Italian. I feel like that should be put right here. I don't like uh, this racism I've been getting, this heat <laughs> I've been getting for being Italian. What was I? Oh, yeah. Connor was being... Oh, you weren't there. I, I hosted theater sports. Yeah. And every time I'd come on the stage, he would play like an Italian song, like when the moon hits your high and like uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Volare, oh, wow. like it's stuff like that. And I was like, and I could be like, it's a little... It's a little much. Thank you. <laughs> well, the thing is, you acknowledged it, so now it's his bit. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you, he can tell he poked a button, so now it's going to be his bit on the show. Yeah, I would whisper, like, it's pretty racist into the microphone. <laughs> and then, yeah, that's fun. It gets a laugh, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a laugh. She's a fool, and don't I know it? <laughs> wow, it's recorded in 1957. Mm. Excited the, to play this for you. What's the thing of, uh, you saying that's. I love making jokes about people being racist towards the Irish. It's not it's good. Irish and Italian were really, they were really, I people know. were truly racist against them. I know you're not wrong, but it's very, it's just a funny old tiny oh, racism. Wait, he said, I'm hand twitchingly mad, palm twitchingly mad, which I'm very certain is a line from um, the Simpsons when he's like, grind grabbingly good. <laughs> and he said, palm twitchingly mad. He's just so nerdy. That's the problem. Is they don't show Christian Grey being cool enough to be like, well, I want to fuck that guy. It's like he's an isolated millionaire. Yeah. It really any thread you pull on, the whole thing falls apart. Well, you know why? Because there's no real like the vampire is a great stake. You can't go beyond like if you yeah, get yeah. too close to a vampire, he's going to fucking kill you. So there's crazy tension and you would beat yourself up over liking him. But it's like, what is the big deal? This guy fucks weird. Either you're into it or you're not. And if you're not into it, leave. Because it means that you're not turned on while it's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't like being hit, then, like, if I was having sex with someone and I really hated what they were doing, it would be easy to leave. It's it's when the sex is so good that you stay and everything else is bad. Whereas he treats her pretty good Yeah. everywhere except for sexually. I would believe, and he, and I and then you said she she's got a husband that uh what's her face whoever wrote the book E L James E L E L yeah maybe E L James you might be right okay I believe that she never really had good sex no like a relationship like 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 that that would make more sense to me because because no. it's not con- this this story is so not concerned with the fact you're spending time with somebody and it's very concerned with how to almost put those parts of a relationship out of the way to have sex. And, um, but there's no tension or struggle or whatever there. It's just kind of like, I'm I'm rambling. No, there's no reason to keep these two apart. And the reason why it's bad is because E.L. James is a bad writer who is, (laughs) is miss has bad reading comprehension with Twilight. Yeah. Because if you're going to write fan fiction, you might as well get into the depth of of the themes of Twilight. 
But what she was doing was she was so inspired by Twilight and probably so horned up by it mm. that she just wrote this thing that was probably not meant for anyone to, to read or to care about. Like that would just go on a subreddit page I guess, somewhere. I guess she, re- she really wrote her own erotica. She's like, I want Twilight yeah. but S&M. Yeah. And she's probably a whatever writer. She probably was like a, yeah. a wrote like... I don't know, programs or something like that. Programs. I don't know what the word is. Like a technical writer. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then um and then wrote this and then someone caught wind of it because Twilight was so huge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this specific type of fan fiction for it is perfect because the entire time you watch Twilight, you're like, fuck, but they can't because they're kids. Yeah. <laughs> like you have all this like weirdness about it. And then Because uh, I read Twilight, I read the first one, and you know what? Fun read. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, oh man, and, and and this is gonna sound like an insult, and I don't mean it to be, but I feel like Twilight was a little pitched right at you. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but also, like, I I bought like whatever that chemistry that Kristen Stewart and yeah Robert Pattinson had, I bought it because Robert Pattinson is great, and I think that people need to lay off him. I think he'll be a great Batman. I'm gonna leave him alone. Yeah, he'll be a good Batman. I don't know why they hate him so much, but someone. Somebody tweeted, "This man owes so his career to bats." <laughs> Isn't that the best? <laughs> it's a really good joke. See, he's like even bad doing that. Yeah, no. Tell them they don't have twenty four hours. This is unacceptable. Oh, I like his his found wood. Um, yeah. Thingy. Oh, this is this. Yeah, he's in a bad mood. And then he gives it to her good. <laughs> <laughs> You're a little, you you enjoy this movie a little bit. Yeah, of course. I've seen it five times. There are things about it that I enjoy. <laughs> the camera doesn't love him. You can tell he's hotter in real life. The camera yeah. loves, what was I watching? Where I kept, oh, the camera loves Bruce Willis. <laughs> Proof of Element? Yeah, the camera loves Bruce Willis. See, now she's more into it. Imagine this whole movie took place during a sexual... Encounter? Yeah. Like, like the plot exists within that. One... Like, we'll say one day, of like, in the entire... And then she breaks up with him at the end because it went too far? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm pitching a lot better movies (laughs) about S&M sex that are filmed down the hallway from a different room. See? (laughs) One static wide shot. The thing is, is that women... Like we can't show violence against. See, this is very. This is this fucking peacock. Imagine you this were is... so horny, a peacock had to lose some feathers. No, him. Like my legs are really ticklish. So someone dragging a peacock le- leaf feather peacock <laughs> leaf. up and down my legs. This. See this. My torture. No one ever do this to me during sex. <laughs> I will murder you. Yeah, like actually, I the fact that she's so still, I'm so impressed. This is dumb. Yeah, and like there's no way this is good for her. He keeps <laughs> she, I I I will stand by that hypothetically she could enjoy the kind of like pleasure pain dealio. He whips her three times, times and, and then, then eats her out. That's the not is, Yeah, that's pointless. <laughs> Why didn't you also, just this like movie has so many shots of buildings. This movie lives? is like 50% buildings. He owns the building? He lives in the building. This movie is like the room where it's always just like going to like establishing shots of cities. Oh, the room, like the bad movie, yeah. not the, the kidnapping movie. 
Why did they call it Room? They really should have called it anything else. And I know that's what the book was called, but I don't oh, care. Every every time someone saw that movie, I immediately fell in being like, "Time was those the room." You think he's gonna win an Oscar? Okay. <laughs> this is fully un- un- uninteresting. <laughs> Alex likes when there's like when they really talk to each other. Yeah. That's like the basics of drama. <laughs> this is the end of the movie, by the way. What? Yeah. Ooh, she's sexy in this scene. I like this part. This is the first time something of plot has happened. Well, it's the end. So. <laughs> Why? So that wait, that means that the little like the three whips and the humping was like the dramatic climactic sex scene. This movie's so bad no, at being what this I want. is the climactic thing. Oh, there's another. Happened, yeah. You'll see. Oh, there's another sex scene? I'm 50 shades of fucked up. I wouldn't say it's a sex scene. Oh, my God. That's a line in this movie? Yep. And you had to say it. Everyone needs to had die. To Absolutely everyone needs to die. He's 50 shades of fucked up, Alex. What are you going to do? He's 50 shades of fucked up. This is this should be your end of Act One. No, because it's the end of the book. It's the end of book one. Then she's bad. This should be your end of Act One. No, end of Act One is when she loses her virginity. It's all unnecessary. But she's a virgin. It's it, it, it doesn't need to be. It's all made up. Bella was a virgin. It's all made up. Oh, and they, no, you know, okay, so here's, I'm trying to read into this movie, <laughs> the things that are not there. Okay. Uh, so, like, here's what I want now, seeing this, I guess, whole movie, is that uh, she's not a virgin, she kind of meets this guy, she's really attracted to him. Uh, it goes to, it, it, like, they, they they hook up, it's a little weird, and she's like, I don't know if I like this, but like stays with him. They have these emotional stuff, and then it, it and it goes to like the kind of like like signing the contract and blah blah blah. Okay. And then she kind of falls for him. Like has all these things of like I don't know if I want to. He doesn't want a normal relationship, but I I like him and like he's wowing her. Okay. And then it's she's like let me in. Like I want to be in. I I want to like like I I'm sorry. I want to have this. And then. She, then this is your midpoint of, her, of it being like then show like, then fucking hurt me, and then it ends with I'm getting it, married. No, it it, en- <laughs> it ends with her being like I can't fix you or push through you, and I don't know why I went so deep and leaving. But this has to end with her leaving. Yeah, it ends with her leaving because it's like the whole tension of it. It's a poisonous relationship that she's going deeper and deeper into. Yeah, but my question is, I don't. <laughs> I think a woman who's been around, like, they needed to have electric sexual chemistry because if you've been around and you've dated people, you would you would be able to go off this if you didn't like it, if you felt unsafe. Yeah. I think. Yeah, no, no, I think you're right. I think that, but that's... Alex is getting into the ending. This is, doesn't make sense. It's It's so confusing. He hit her six times. 
that's not that many times. Well, it's like a lot of like, what is the pleasure of beating the shit out of somebody? Why mm-hmm. would you want that? Is this the reason? I don't believe you. You're horny. Is he horny though? He didn't want to even get his nuts off. See, like, I profoundly don't understand this. Same. As I put, I'm trying to reorganize the movie to make sense. Oh, no, no. I get the movie. I don't understand BDS. <laughs> oh, that. I, I, that. That I don't think. There's no combination of words that will make you understand BDS. Yeah, it has to be like you're turned on by something and that's yeah. that. Okay. It's like you and feet. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> you're not into feet, right? I feel like I made that up one day. <laughs> no, I, I, I like a little, yeah. Ew, golly. <laughs> we talked about this in the last podcast. <laughs> I, for someone who's like very like... Um, Try not to be sex shamey. I've been pretty sex shamey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna come across horrible. <laughs> I'm just very much like I know my experience, and I don't understand other people's experience if it doesn't match up with mine. <laughs> <laughs> Is the second book like she's the dominant? <sighs> no. The second and third books are so effing boring. Not the books. I I've only seen the movies. That's it. Fuck this movie. Okay, so the second book adds an exterior villain that's like her boss who's trying to like... There's like a like a crime element to the second the oh, third. that that's the one thing this movie needed. Yeah, crime. and like she gets <laughs> it's funny seeing why country. Like and it's just so boring. Mm-hmm. And the director is so bad. And you know that moment of them crying and talking to each other then that's kind of interesting? Yeah. None of that. Oh I'm yeah. Oh, it's really shitty. But I guess we have to watch the next one. No, we do not. Why? Well, I have time. <laughs> Uh, Can we watch the the I think you should leave sketch where he says that the their bones is money and money is their bones. Uh, do you remember what episodes in? Like the fourth or fifth. Okay, we'll put it on. Their bones anyway, is money and money is we'll, their bones. We'll put, it, we'll put it on, but let's just finish this. What right. we're doing. <laughs> uh, that movie sorry. was god awful. I gave many solutions in it. I would watch that movie of the one where. Oh no! You said one. Like maybe the first time that you were giving a plot description, and I was like, "Where they they hook up immediately?" And it, I can't remember. Or is it, or is it the one where she hooks up? They hooks up, proposes all the stuff. She leaves and then goes and fucks around. Yeah, that and, one. And then is like, "Do I go?" back Yeah, to she him? needs to go back to him because she she's feel she feels so pulled by the S and M, and then it ends with her into, like being really into the sex, and yeah. then it ending. Yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah. I think that's... That just might be a pornography movie that we've made. Did we make pornography? Well, I mean, like, I don't think that... I mean, it's very porny, but, like... Well, no, because it, it could be... I, I, I'm not the person to write it. It's more like, that's a more interesting story. It could be re- relationship-based. I mean, yeah. it's no um, fucking... What do we call it? Um, My Best Friend's Wedding, too. My Best Friend's Divorce. We'd, so we Okay, I'm going to start a Google Doc. And we're going to start writing it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm not even joking. I no, I'm, neither am I. Okay, my best friend's divorce. Oh, I'm so excited. I want right. to get into their heads. <laughs> okay. I gotta rewatch it. All right, All right. let's uh, let's, let's end this. Bye. Bye. I'm so sorry, Alex. <laughs> this was rough. War cry. <laughs>